back, everybody, to Kleiner's Cravenarium, part four, The Drowned. Uh, I'm Raz, and I'm joined by the team. And we had a little bit of a tech issue last time. Hopefully, StreamYard and Diane promised that we would not have problems. It'll all stream together. <laughs> Everybody's like, Diane. Uh, but we are going to, we figured out a way to get around it for the next episode after this one. So if you hear Mercy Clark answering things a little bit off pace, we think we have a way of fixing it, but we wanted to get the show recorded tonight. Uh, so we're going to keep her answers a little bit on the short side. Terse for Mercy. And uh, the rest of us will be able to soldier through with no other problems. Uh, but thank you for your patience. It's a new show, and we've never done video as much before. As a matter of fact, the only video we ever did was kind of like speaking our podcast over the top of some images, and it was eh. so. This is our first one like this. We'll, we will promise we get better. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight, Cast? Yeah. Fine, Keeper. How are you? I'm great, Mercy. Thanks for saying that. Um, so that was <laughs> that was awesome. Mercy gives a thumbs up. Uh, all right, so when we left, Sophie Devereux was about to take center stage. We're going to give Mel a chance to discuss a little bit more about her performance. The crowd has entered. Uh, there was an altercation with uh, Marcus Briggs and uh, Neville Vance. Uh, right, Neville Vance. My, my notes are way up here. I think it was Nick. Nick Vance. Yep, Nick yeah. Vance. Sorry, thank you. Uh, Nick Vance. And uh, there was an altercation about Nettie Briggs, and it seems that Nettie and Nick Vance may have something going on. Hmm. but or at least he'd like one but there's a lot of bad people in this town and marcus is just one of them he's just one of those overworked guys and he's just not a good person uh but steiner shot the knife out of his hand saved the day and we are now inside the big tent so the train poodles go off sophie as we said um the 18 of them jumping on their back legs the crowd doesn't react maybe with as much gusto as you, everyone was hoping especially the poodle handler um, who mumbles under his breath as he goes past you, you know, plebs. Um, they don't really, they never understand a good show. What, a, you know, Philistines. He's just cussing under his breath. I mean, he loves his poodles. They, they obviously put a lot of effort into the show, jumping through hoops and stuff. And it just doesn't have the same draw it did in the 1830s. You know what I mean? People are more sophisticated now. So uh, we move on to some other acts. There's a clown act. Um, there's a little guy that's fired out of a cannon across the thing and he lands into a net. But then it comes time for you. And the box, as you say, the box is starting to wheel is wheeled out. It starts to open up. The music starts to play. Um, did you have any particular song from the period that you had thought of? Or was it just generic sort of ballet music? Or So I had one um, up until about maybe five minutes before this um, oh. because I was going to say Swan Lake. Because I thought that it was it premiered in 1850. No, 1875. So this is an early version called Swan Pond. Yes. Um, it wasn't. It was not fully developed yet. Uh, but, but feel free to dance to that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Something of Swan, Swan, Swan Lake. What <laughs> Swan Lake will become. Pond. I started it. That Pond is Swan. It was born here. Yes, under the tent of Kleiner's. You saw it first, folks, before it hit the Russian ballet. The deformed swan, because that is what's about wow. to happen. The I'm about to get dropped on by a very a lithe, but you know, gravity-fed woman as she plummets 20 feet on top of me. I uh, don't like that you keep saying that. So the dance goes up. And now this brings the audience some joy, right? This is something it's not a style of dance that they've seen done before especially out here in the country the um it's again it's very french to them it's it has a very it has a feeling of being you know a, like above their own stations they're they're 
viewing a part of the world and a, a type of art they've never seen before. So let's see how well you do in your performance. So your performance is very physical. So it would be agility and physique. One moment, please. Sophie puts on her reading glasses. Mel is aging. So. <laughs> Mel needs to... You Mel ain't that aging yet. <clears throat> My vision's going like I am. You're a librarian, that's why. How dare you? I have seven dice that I may roll. Sweet Jesus. Bring him bring him home, Sophie. Watch me roll all all garbage. Here we go. One, two, three, four. Sixes only. Yep. I got three. Okay, so that's a that's a God. really good success. Yeah. So the at one success they don't boo you. At two successes they will clap and applaud, and they're mostly interested. At three they are enamored. They're they're really taken with you. As this performance starts to starts to to wrangle its way and 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 move along. So the first number is uh, that you're dancing. How many how many numbers were you thinking of dancing in total? Because four minutes isn't. It's probably a little bit longer than that. I would think, right? Yeah, I I I'm not sure how long. I think probably just one, right? Um, because how long do I have on stage? Like, how long does my performance need to be? I don't remember uh, if we went over that. Yeah, you're you're the. I mean, tonight you're the main act, so it's probably a 10, 15 minute set of perform like several dances a fast number you know something and again you're trying to do the contortionist thing so in the middle of your ballet you're dropping into different shapes right i mean that was the mm -hmm. whole that was the general idea so yeah it's it kind of like i i ease the crowd into it you know at first because also i know like in this area this is something they haven't seen before so you know i also want to expose them to the beauty of ballet because that's what she was trained to do first she's been a ballerina since she could walk right um you know, she's just dancing and maybe her legs up and then she just kind of starts to bend. And you're like, her head's not supposed to be down that far. How is she doing that? PG-13, Mel. What is going on? PG-13, Mel. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not a, I didn't make the act up. So mostly, you know, as you're doing this one, oh, the, the beauty, the, the control... Gentlemen, if only your wives could be posed thus. And it was, oh, it's really bawdy. And the kids are like, mom, what does he mean? So all that <laughs> stuff's going on because it's a circus and they're allowed to you know, get a little bit wild in 1865. Uh, one uh, in the crowd, though, you know, things everyone seems to be really, really like enamored with this. Um, Steiner, Betty, are you also sort of you're in the Big Ten as well? I know Mercy was going to be, uh, but everyone's sort of in the Big Ten watching the performance, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's one child that begins to cry. Um, just it just never it never ceases to to happen, especially when you're a live performer. Uh, but it's almost that colicky kind of uncomfortable cry, mm. um, and it's a and it's an infant, a mother trying to, you know, and and the father's doing what fathers always do, like, don't you know what you're doing with this thing? Like, can't you stop it? You know, men just give that. Well, come on, fix it. Uh, but, but that's she's tapping him, tapping him, tapping him. And uh, Sophie, you continue with into the next number. The music picks up a little bit. Some of the clowns come out, 
and around Sophie's number, they're standing in you know at different areas so that if people can't see so well of her, they see the clowns and they start trying to mimic and they're falling over. They're making it look like it's impossible to do. They're they're adding to the allure of her performance, right? Uh, the girl in the tight wire, she's starting to cross over the top of her. Uh, everyone go ahead and give me an observation check, please. So as we know, observation is empathy. So it's empathy and observation. And we'll see if anybody... I'm assuming not me, right? Yeah, you're pretty much yeah, busy. Yeah, I'm, your... I'm busy. Well, you know what? Actually, no. In this case, the way this what this is, you might be able to see it as well. Okay. You said observation. And empathy, um, yeah. I may never succeed on a roll in this game ever again. So. <laughs> so there we are. I have two successes. Okay. You see me I have two? Zilch. Okay. And five for Mercy Clark. The blind girl gets five sixes. <laughs> no. Wow. No. How'd you? No. That was my hand signal. Oh, this is raising your hand. This is five. <laughs> so what did Mercy Clark want to say? <laughs> this is so anticlimactic. Um, zero. <laughs> It's <laughs> good. good. The blind girl gets zero. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I had six. I had six dice to choose from, or like to get the roll on, and I wow. got zero. You fumbled the bag, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why you don't bring a blind chick to a yeah. All right, so. <laughs> There we go. So the only people that had any successes were Yasina and Sophie. Sophie, did you have any? I'm sorry. You had none, right? Yasina, it's you're in the audience looking around and the balloons of the child next to you, like sitting two next to his mother, start to deflate. They just start to sag. And while everyone's in there, you know, watching Sophie and the clowns and you know, one of the, even the little dogs comes out and they try to do the thing again. Like they, 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 you know, they're trying to get back in on the show a little bit. And every again, it's that it's that just cacophony of, of sounds and and sights and diverting people's eyes to different parts of the rings. You have a juggler now out there doing on the third ring, throwing up, you know, uh, burning torches. Um, but as you look from him behind you, those balloons are starting to sag, and then over there to your left the balloons are starting to sag. So you're the only one that notices, but all the different colored balloons that Kleiner's presents to the children, which are in Kleiner's colors, gold, black, and red, um, they're starting to seem like, and it and deflate may not be the right word. Let me do it this way. They, they're descending. They're not deflating. They don't look like they're losing shape. They look like they've gotten heavier. And they're not floating. I'm going to look in the direction of that crying baby again. Mm -hmm. That crying child. Because... Still going. Okay. Um, I'm going to start making my way like uh, behind the bleachers, like on the edge of the crowd. Okay. To see if I can see anything that's happening. Like I, I'm now I'm looking for strange things. Okay. Like I'm, right. I'm looking for the abnormal now. Okay. Mosley, 
must have sensed it too or see it. He kind of, you make eye contact with him. He's standing there with his hat on his side and he sees these things happening. He's kind of like, and he sees you like dart up, right? And make your way down the bleacher and then drop so that you can get him around behind them mm -hmm. uh, and start looking around. So that makes him a little bit concerned. Um, he waits for a few moments. The you know, Sophie's act now is almost through the second number. There's two more to go. Each number is about three to four minutes. Uh, she's coming into the third act, which is a little bit slower, a little bit more melodic. Uh, but yeah, you, you're not getting anything else yet. You don't see anything else, but you're kind of, you're just picking up that these kids are now starting to complain like my balloon, my balloon, you're what, and it's what the hell is going on here? You just start to sense that things are not right in the tent. Right. Like something is definitely, but that child does not stop crying. And the mother hasn't gotten up to remove him yet, which you would think would probably happen in Victorian society fairly soon. Like they're only going to give it a couple minutes before the baby's just out of control. Right. Not feeling well, but she's, you're near that part of the bleacher and they're not getting up. Like they're still trying to just soothe the child. So I'll walk over uh, to the parents and to the mother and I'll go, um, if you want, I can show you where there's a quiet space. I'm so uh, just sorry. Outside. It's okay. It, She's it's, teething. She's having oh, such a hard night. It's okay. Little ones have that happen. If you want to just follow me, and we can just step outside, and she can get some fresh air, and maybe she'll calm down. There's yeah, a lot of noise. Get the kid out of here. I mean, now you're starting to hear people kind of like mumble, you should go. So mm -hmm. the woman, like, she's younger. She's only about maybe 17 or 18. Right. Uh, first, looks like it may be her first baby. You don't see any other children with the two of them. Uh, the two of the he follows her out though. He doesn't leave her alone. He's like, "I'll come with you." So the two of them that you escort them out of the tent. Right. All right. Nothing. No. Yep. And they're gone. Uh, everything seems to be going okay, Sophie. Third act goes on. Is there anything else? Any other type of a piece of equipment you use besides the jewelry box? Is there, um, do smaller boxes come out that you try to get into? Are you trying to, what else do you try? Is there anything else you thought of incorporating into the idea of it? So the way that it ends, um, is that, so I would have the bigger music box sort of be pulled off the stage mm -hmm. and behind it, there's a much smaller one and I'm going to fit myself in there. And that's how the show ends. Sort oh. of like the ballerina goes back into her box, okay. lid closes but it's a lot tinier. Right. Like the, people are looking at that and they're like, that's not for her. Okay. Right? That kind of small. Mm -hmm. All right. Excellent. All right. Steiner, uh, in this whole thing, uh, you probably noticed Yasina finally get up. Is there, a, I mean, but again, at this point, you, I think both you, uh, you, yeah. you know, you especially would be seeing the balloons. Like every, it's pretty noticeable. There's sure. probably like a hundred balloons with kids in here. Uh, almost every kid had them. And they're just all just kind of settling to the ground. Uh, nothing, out, nothing out of the ordinary, though, right? I'm looking for, you know, Vasan is immediately where my mind goes, right? Yep. We, we know that we can see them. I'm, I'm, yep. I can be paranoid, but I don't see anything out of the ordinary besides the balloons, right? No, not, not yet. Yeah. Nothing. Um, it's maybe some bad air tonight. I don't know. Is there any yeah. smell in the air? Is there a smell in the air? Um. Smell. Yeah, maybe. Uh, go ahead and let's see. Smell would also be, I think, 
Observation. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Remember, there's only what eight skills in this game. Ten. Two, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So it's very limited uh, on on the choices. So you kind of have to use them over and over again. Sure, sure, I get it. I'm not blaming you. I'm just blaming my dice. All right. Hey, look at that. Nothing. No, I'm just gonna. No. <laughs> hey, look at that. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah. So smell wise, nothing, nothing odd. Nothing too much. Yeah. Um, the 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 show's starting to come to its 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 closure. Things are starting to you know really pick up now. Sophie's doing her jumps and she's doing her her pirouettes and, and everything's coming in. And all you see the back of the tent lift, and the clowns come wheeling in the cage of Barbaletto. And Mosley's look you. Everyone turns to Mosley. Like you could, like the, all of your eyes look to him. Like, is this what you wanted? And there is shock on his face. Like he didn't call for this. Hmm. And one of the clowns just starts trembling, and walks to the door, and opens the key into the lock. And he goes, "Sorry, Sophie." And he throws the door open, and Barbaletto comes out, <gasps> and the crowd's like, "Ah!" Oh! Ladies, gentlemen, please stay calm. Stay calm. Nothing to worry about. Barbaletto is only here to watch the beautiful Sophie get back into her case, into her jewelry case. Nothing to be concerned about. Yasina, you hear this from outside, helping the parents. Marcy, you're you can you can sense what's going on. Uh, you can see Barbaletto as a shadow, right? Barbaletto is he's a living thing, so it's kind of hard for you to see him exactly, but you know his shape. But Steiner, you, this is not good. Like they let him out and that's not a good thing. Right. Right. How have they dealt with him in the past? I want a little context real quick. Sure. Uh, to get him back in the cage would be clubs mm -hmm. and, or, or tranquilizers. <laughs> clubs or tranquilizers. Got it. It's, it's, it's injections or clubs, which if they can't, if the injection doesn't work quick enough, they beat him until he goes down. <laughs> okay. Uh, do I know where they keep the injections? Uh, yeah, they're in Barbaletto's. So he has his own sideshow that with a, they, yeah. they usually dig out a small pit and mm -hmm. they leave him in there and then they raise the sides up so he can't easily jump and grab on. So they Got use it. like this fence around him yeah. uh, with chicken wire over the top so nobody gets clawed at. And that's where they keep him. But when they're using him as part of an act, they'll leave him in the cage and they can bring him in and out. Normally they would wheel the whole thing in and then leave him in that and then throw things in there with him. Yeah. But for some reason, this clown thought it was vital to open the door. Hmm. Okay. Um, if it's if it's not too far, and I, I, I'll lean to your judgment on this, I'm going to try to run back to where I knew he was being kept and see if I can't find some of that tranquilizer and then dash back as quickly as I can. All right. We're going to go to initiatives. So um, we'll do this. Steiner, you're, I'll go first for you. You draw two cards, correct? Uh, four and a seven. Seven it is. Well, yeah, I want to wait and see what everybody else gets, but probably seven was. Okay, Yasina. Uh, that is a six. six. Yep. Mercy. Last. And Sophie. Five. God damn it! Oh, that's You're... right. Sorry. Uh, uh, one goes first, right? One is first. Ah, never mind. I'll take that four then. My bad. Okay, so Steiner, you are able to make your move first and jump out of the tent and go running for the 
the hypodermic that they keep. It's actually an animal tranquilizer. <clears throat> um, it's about all they got, uh-huh. but it's in a, yeah, it's a, it looks like by today's standards, it would be a chest needle. <laughs> it's, it's a serious syringe. It's no shit. All right. Next, Sophie, you would have the next. So Steiner moves. Sophie, you're up. Barbaletto's going to have a number. I'm going to pull for him now. Okay. You're up. Okay. So how far away am I? So you're probably about 40 feet from where Barbaletto comes out and he's staring around. Normally he would not want to hurt you. Um, You're all part of the, I mean, unless he's starving, he doesn't attack any, just anybody. Geeks have some sense of, you know, who's around them. Excuse me. But when they get to a frenzied state, they can be dangerous. Okay. So I guess for now, what I'm, what I'm thinking in my head is we need to keep the crowd calm so that, because if they see me run off the stage in panic, everyone else is going to, it's going to be a stampede. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm continuing with my act. Okay. You're making your way to the smaller box though, that you can get in safely. I'm making my way towards the smaller, the smaller box, like, cause it's nearing the end of my act, but I'm hoping that by the time I finish that and I do that, they have him mm-hmm. again. Um, but I'm just thinking crowd control. We don't want to cause a stampede. I'm just going to keep performing. Everything's okay. fine. All right. You see Okay, so <laughs> Yusina is just going to walk up the aisle and into the ring towards okay. Rabaletto. And I'm going right. to slowly take Willie out, and I'm going to slowly take Miss Baba out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm going to start talking to him. In Miss Baba's voice. All righty. And what is Miss Baba saying to Barbaletto? Hello, lovey. It's time for you to go to sleep. <laughs> All right. Miss, but you're ba- staying conscious, right? You're not letting her take, you're not going into her totally. You're just trying to use her to distract him. Right. To distract okay. him until Steiner gets back. <laughs> so. That's amazing. All right. Empathy <laughs> and manipulation, please, Betty. For uh, Yasina. Oh, yep. I'm actually pretty good about those. That's eight. I get to roll. There we go. Get a flat surface. One, two, three. Three out of eight. All right. So he stares at Baba for a moment. He's kind of like he's looking at her. And several more of the clowns come in and they're making their and they're and they're all running around and and they the one goes and runs right up to him and goes don't you want a poodle (laughs) and barbaletto's like (gasps) and he runs and the dog sees him and starts to run away you're up mercy you see barbaletto trying to attack one of the poodles he's running after it past sophie in the center ring the, po- the dog is literally tail down, all four legs off the air, off the ground at one time, hoofing as this geek is charging him to kill it. And the clowns are provoking him. That's never supposed to happen. They know how dangerous he is. Um, what? 
when I don't have Cyrus, who helps me? Is there like a stagehand I can call for to like help me out? If they weren't trying what? to get. Yeah, I mean, you probably normally would, but you're sitting in the crowd not expecting any problems. I don't know mm -hmm. if you would have somebody with you at this point. Um, you had Yasina, but she kind of had to get mm -hmm. up and leave. So you are a f um, effectively a blind person. Crap. Mm. Mercy um, stands up on the bleacher and she always has like a walking stick that she uses to help move around. And right. she, it, it is metal on the base and she smashes it into um, the bleacher in front of her, trying to make a big, loud, obnoxious noise to, like, distract him. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, she just, she's screaming for him. She's no, like, other cast members may not know this, but she's known him and knows the geeks longer. So she's just mm -hmm. trying to make a big, loud, obnoxious noise and, like, with as much evil and, like, you know, some of that Puritan nastiness, like in the name of, you know, in the name of God, you like evil monster thing, like that kind of like goes into her voice, which is weird coming from a small child. But, mm -hmm. you know, she's like screaming at him, like trying to scare him, like enough to like, you know, so fuck crowd control. I don't want this puppy to die. Right. You've known Barbaletto since they made him into a geek, right? Since they broke him. Um, yeah. which is a terrible thing that they used to have to do. So you remember maybe the name of a loved one, maybe something important. So you slam that stick down mm -hmm. and you make this memory recall that you have this, this edict, this um, yeah. edict memory. And you scream out the name of mm -hmm. maybe a, a, a friend or a, a loved one or a, a partner he had once in the past. So go ahead and make a, let's see if you can inspire him to stop. So it'll be inspiration and empathy. See if you can kind of get him to, to draw onto something else. But Sophie is almost into the box. She's halfway bent herself in. Barbaletto is running past. The dog is definitely afraid. The, the pup, the uh, poodle trainer is screaming, Barbaletto, no, Barbaletto, please. And it's just, it, people are starting to panic. Um, Two. Two successes? Two. Why did I have? Did anybody Where see did the balloons go off? The front? <laughs> I did. I thought you did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were celebrating. It was good. Enjoy First it. of all, all the balloons have deflated. What the hell was that? <laughs> that was creepy. Okay. So I didn't do that. And if you know how to do it on Steamyard, you're better than me because I'm still learning you the pointed up. So if we point up. <laughs> Damn, that was, I'm like, oh my god, the balloons at the circus. That was really scary. Okay. Um, yeah, he stops for a moment, Mercy. He stops and he comes over and he and he runs towards the bleachers. And the, again, there's a little a little makeshift uh, fence about you know two and a half feet tall. Just again, so the mm -hmm. things don't people don't tread into the circles. They kind it's kind of just a partition, right? And he puts yeah. his hands on it and he goes, Phyllis! Mm -hmm. Phyllis! Phyllis! 
Phyllis! And he's shaking back and forth. That was the name you called out was Phyllis, which was his mother. You mm -hmm. remember his mother. Like he's always used to have a, a picture in a locket of his mother or a drawing in a cameo. Mercy? Mm -hmm. So Mercy, yeah, she shouts at him, Barbaletto, you've been a very, very naughty boy. And Phyllis no! wants you to go to bed right no. now. Yes! <laughs> bed! <funny>. He's... <sighs> <laughs> he just starts to howl i know you have to go to bed now steiner you pick up the hypodermic we'll go back to the top of the order steiner comes running you know you grab it and you're making your way back to the the main tent yeah uh, next up was i think sophie right mm -hmm. yes okay just locking yourself in the box I am finishing up my performance as uh, I'm just following business as usual, finishing my right. performance off. So you shut the lid, right? And you, you close it and you're all tucked into it. That's a safer space right now, especially with him loose on the floor. Oh. Um, it doesn't have like a, a, a horrible catch latch or anything like that. Nothing spooky. But um, Sophie, if it's really it's really hot in here. It's warm in the box. Like the box feels like it's got like hot air pumped through it. As you, as you close the lid and you lay down for a second and you just kind of catch your breath because the performance was exerting, right? It was, you had to exert yourself. And now the box feels warm. And we're not talking like snuggy warm made in China. Not flammable. Snuggies, not so nice. Um, we're talking about hot, like just sticky warm. All right. Uh, Yasina, what are you doing? So Mercy's been screaming, Phyllis wants you to go to bed. What are you trying to do? Because he ran, He you had him for a moment, but he's just so enraged right now. Okay, but I see him, I see him breaking down, right? I you see, see him breaking down. Okay, so tuck my puppets back in my pockets mm -hmm. and I'm going over to him and I'm going oh. to Phyllis says to go to bed it's time to go to bed we have to go to bed <laughs> you take me to bed I take you to bed but I just want to sleep I don't sleep Babaletto want to sleep Babaletto Let's go tell you a story, Babaletto. Yes, a story, Phyllis, a story. And he takes your hand and you start walking him back towards the cage. The clowns are not happy. They're, they look just pissed. They're like, what are you doing? You see now, let him go. We're only having fun. Why won't you let him play? It's time to play. It's time for him to play. So the people are starting to try to file out. Like they're going, you know what? This is a little more than we expected from this. Steiner, you come running in. Mercy, you, you just hit the edge of the door. Mercy, what are you doing? Mercy, hearing the clowns insist on playtime mm -hmm. is... Um, what the hell's up with that? You don't endanger another performer. You don't fucking steal someone's limelight. 
what's up with this? I right. don't understand. Um, who are these people? Are they new? Um, how long have they been with the show? Um, more clowns are not a simple thing to hire. Um, people think that yeah. it's probably very easy to be a clown. It's actually not. It takes a lot of training, even back then, mm -hmm. to be able to make things look natural as they fall and slip and slapstick and kind of make it exact. There's a lot of exaggeration to it and a lot of performance, um, especially a good, a decent clown. And these are all guys you've known for, I'm going to say a minimum of seven years each minimum. They're professionals. These guys have been with Kleiners. Some of them 15 years. Mm -hmm. Who's so none of these this, clown. Um, hmm? A guy by the name of Jim. There's a Jim and a James. That's a clown. One of the head clowns. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am going to... Once Barbaletto is secure, I want to mm -hmm. find James and, like, talk to him and, like, get his vibe. Okay. Because that's not cool. So what you're trying happened. to get down the this stairs. This was almost and... a fucking disaster. Right. You're trying to get down the stairs by yourself now with your cane and just tap your way down yeah. to the floor. Okay. So you're making your way and tapping yes. down the floor. Steiner, you, you come in. What do you mm -hmm. want? Do you want to hit him before he gets to the cage? You want to put him in the cage, then hit him? What are you thinking? He's being walked back to the cage, right? Yeah. Yasina seems to have him uh, between the two of them, between Baba's, you know, saying to him, stop. And then you, you know, Mercy remembering the mother's name and then using it. Um, right. It seems that they have him somehow under control. I'm going to follow him back to the cage with needle close in hand and make sure they get him to the cage. If he makes a sudden move, he's getting stuck. Okay. All right. They they get him. You know, they're they're walking him back in. The clowns. One of the clowns tries to bar you. You can strong arm him kind of out of the way. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yasina, would you please make me a roll? And this is going to be more about. Just staying calm yourself. Sure. All right. So um, it's going to be uh, vigilance. So it's going to be vigilance and logic, please. Because this is this is not this is probably the closest you've ever been holding him. It's not somebody you put your hands on often or it gets touched a lot, except with a piece of wood. Um, so yeah. I only have three dice for this, but I got one. All right. So. <laughs> Although your skin is crawling, um, you're you're doing fine. Okay. My hands are a little sweaty though. <laughs> I, <laughs> Phyllis sweats. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Phyllis sweats a lot. Uh, <laughs> Sophie. Wow. The the box gets tight. Oh god damn it. And then expands. And then it gets tight. And then it expands. And every time the tightness from on the next push seems to be trying to make you smaller. Like it's trying, not it's not forcefully hurting you, but it's almost like it wants to just keep pushing your boundaries to make yourself as delicately tiny as possible. Like what can you really do? How far, how small can you become? And the heat is worse. Like you can, it now feels like 
you can feel sweat breaking on your face. You can feel your tutu, you know, the, the performer's leotard sticking to your body. All right. The box is literally just, Mm-mm. just, no, and then it, it relaxes and then does it again. So by now, um, because as soon as I'm folded and I close the lid, mm-hmm. um, you know, applause. Mm-hmm. And then well, whatever's I'm, left of it, most people are trying yeah. to file out. Yep. Well, in in like how the show is normally supposed to work is there's applause and then I'm sort of the box is dragged off stage. Mm-hmm. And then I emerge from the box backstage. Okay. So has it passed in my head like in a like cuz I've been doing this performance mm-hmm. for 5 years. Yep. So I have a pretty good idea of like I should be let out of this box by now. Yes, about now would be when you'd need to emerge. Okay. Um, I'm going to, um, because I would have a signal set up just in case it's, uh, I need to get out of this now. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a whistle because I'm so like, I highly doubt I could go. Um, so I'm going to whistle as okay. loudly as I can. So All right. Hope that somebody hears it and is like, whoop. Well, again, the lid doesn't lock. So if you wanted to try, you probably just maneuver your body to try to get yourself out under yeah. normal circumstances, you know? So do you want to, I mean, that's up to you. Are you just looking for help at this point? I'm looking for help at this point, but I'll also try to shoulder, like, is it giving? No. Then I whistle as loud as I can. Okay. All right. So you're you're giving off this high pitch, just whatever you can get as much air as you can get in your lungs yeah you're ex- you are file it pushing it through your mouth to make the whistle to get that sound all right back to mercy mercy um i'm listening for jim where's jim jim is one of the clowns that you know he's off in the corner he's he's actually one of his, his jim's thing is he's a harlequin because he has to be far more you know animated and facial and and he's sitting there like this Mm-hmm. Like he's crying. And the thing is, the clowns really look like this was supposed to happen. None of them seem to be acting like they're sorry or there was a miscommunication. They're looking, they are in earnest. Like he's literally looking like you think he wants to cry over this. Like it's sad that he didn't see what Barbaletto could do. The dog's been in the, right. is now in the, in the um, trainer's arms. The dog's being whisked out of the, out of the tent. So she makes her way over to Harlequin Jim. Does Jim not talk? That would be like the world's funniest like thing if he's a Harlequin who doesn't speak and I'm I can't see him. Well, Jim again, Jim's almost like a mime, right? He's a Harlequin, so he does very little chatting while in costume. But if you walked up to him, okay. well, the, the performance is like out of the 240 250 people in the tent, you maybe have 80 left and they're yeah. and they're even trying to now get out. No one's running out. With your help and with the, and mm-hmm. Yasina's reaction and Steiner going to get the, everybody reacted quick enough to contain how bad it could have got, but still they realized something was amiss. Uh, Jim, I don't, I don't understand. Years and years I've been watching these performances. You never release the geek. You don't torture the poor creature like that. What? What was that tonight? Poor Sophie had no idea what was going on. 
swallowed. It needed to be swallowed. What, the poodle? <laughs> the poodle. She smashes her stick on the ground. She <laughs> Into his foot? She smashes her stick on the ground next to his foot. Not into his foot, right next to it. Be serious. You... You're swallowed. Look. What? And he leans his hand forward slowly and he points to Sophie's box. Swallowed. Jim. What needs to be swallowed? <laughs> He's just cackling. And now the other clowns are cackling too. And they're all pointing at the box. This is horrifying. I can't. What is going on? So all of you now hear it and see it. <laughs> Justina sees it. Steiner, you're looking at all these clowns. There's like 11, a dozen clowns. Different sizes, a couple small ones, midgets, and they're all cackling and pointing at the box. Where's and they go, swallowed, swallowed, swallowed. And the the ringmaster, Jacob Moses, is like, shut up, all of you. Look what you've done. Swallowed. <laughs> swallowed. Has Steiner. Sophie come out of that? Has no, Sophie no. come out of that box? All right. No. Let me know what it's my action. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go to the top of the – yeah, because uh, I think Mercy's just ready to start whooping with a cane. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Did you ever I'll see a blind girl go for pinata? A clown. <laughs> about the pinata, Jim. <laughs> All right, Steiner, your action. So I haven't seen Sophie exit. No. Right? Okay. I'm going to gently hand the palm. I'm going to palm the needle to Yesenia, right? And just kind of pat her and go, if you need it, she should know what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I'll rush to the box and try to open it, I guess. I that's weird that they're doing this and I didn't see her come out. So Right. You grab on it, the box is sweating. There is damp moisture on the outside of the box. And you're like, what the hell? The it's the lid should open. The lid does not open. I'm gonna take my can I can I can I try something else real quick? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that coin out and I'm going to say, if you want it, it's yours. I'm just going to say it out loud. Okay. I'm just sorry. Box doesn't wrong. change. Yasina, to you, what are you doing? Because Sophie's stuck. So you can try to take an action. Uh, okay. So I need to secure uh, secure the geek. In yep. The you cage. lock him in real quick. Yep. Um, and and you, he's like, swallowed. Swallowed. Phyllis, nope. swallowed. Nope. Spit back up. Spit back up. <laughs> I'm gonna run to the box. Can they hear the whistling that I'm doing at all? Nope. Great. Okay, so Yasina runs over to the box. Steiner's there. It's wet. He's holding the coin. Uh, you can have it back. Uh, Open the box. <laughs> I can't. You put your hands to it. The two of you together cannot open it. It doesn't even feel. You when you put your fingers under the rim of it to lift the lid. It doesn't feel like there's a joint. It feels like it's one piece of wood. 
What can we give you to get our friend back? What do you need? Right. Mercy, over the top of them, there is a black figure now standing, looking down at the box. And as it looks to you, it's got to be like eight feet tall. It whispers to is you, it a Mercy. Dog? Is it a person? It's a per. It looks human shape. It looks humanoid, mm-hmm. and it just whispers, "My turn." Back to Steiner. Um, because Mercy just froze. Like, mm-hmm. <gasps> right. right. I heard. Um. I'll scream out to some of the clowns, get over here and help. And, you know, the most commanding voice I can get over here and help now, you know, uh, <laughs> as if I used to be in the military. Don't say anything. Yeah, don't, don't say, shh, that's, a, that's between you and me. A couple of them come over and mm-hmm. they, they take it and they spin it. You know, they're trying to spin it. They try to put it up on its on, on the side. They're just laughing. Matter yeah. of fact, when they tilt it this way and it stands straight up, Sophie inside, you feel yourself like shit shudder for a second shudder again and you feel that compression and sophie it feels like you're literally being swallowed like you're in a someone's esophagus or a pipe going down like it's just pressing you now it's not just it's not constricting you this way it's constricting you this way and it's trying to push you deeper into the box which there's nowhere to go I'm clawing at it. Like, I'm just, at this point, I'm desperate. I'm in full panic mode. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm calling out the names of all of my companions. I'm calling out everyone's name in the circus. Just somebody, anybody, please help me. Okay. Uh, Mosley grabs an axe. He goes running out, comes back with an axe, and he takes it over, and he's like, move! And he tries to, he wants to pull back and hit it. Sophie's in there. What choice do we have? She can't get out. Well, don't kill her. You um, do it. Mercy, <laughs> Mercy shouts. I don't know if that's going to do anything. There's an eight foot tall shadowy figure standing above all of you. It said my turn. May I make a suggestion? Someone put the coin in your mouth. Put the coin in a clown. I don't care. That's a good idea. I like that. I'm going to grab one of the clowns. Put this in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah, it just, the the shadow begins to fade, Mercy. The shadowy figure in the center of the tent begins to fade. And the box kicks two, three times and falls back on its side. Good call. You want to try to open the lid again? Is you she all right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to try to rip open the lid. You. The lid comes open. Inside, you see, and she's not there. <gasps> That's where we'll end it for tonight. Okay, gang. Thank you so much for listening to Kleiner's Cravenarium. We're going to find out exactly what happened to Sophie Devereaux. My friend. <laughs> My friend. Faye Dawson all over again. <laughs> oh God! I got Faye Dawson two point oh. Um, we're going to find out exactly what happened, but yes, inside the box in bloody letters is written. You stole from me. So whatever is this part of this event, whatever is going on here is definitely 
doing terrible things and is after one of the team. And it may have been Sophie itself, but Sophie got pulled into this terrible situation. And there's a lot more to go, but we're going to find out all about it next time. So thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Bardock College shows. All my players, great job tonight, guys. We'll find out more about what's happening here in Chippy Norton next time. But from all of us, I just want to say I'm Raz. Good night. Good night, team. Good night. Wow, that was the good softest good night. <laughs> good night. Hey. I'm gonna cry now. Barbaletto's like good night. good night, fellas. Good night, I'm fellas. Not doing it. <laughs> there, I said it. I'm not wishing you a good night. <laughs> I hope you have a mediocre night at best. <laughs> I hope you have a really bad sleep. Wow. No, I would right. never wish that upon you. <laughs> All right, gang. Till next time. See you in a week. Bye bye. <laughs>